and welcome to Something, Something to, to Think, think about. about. And we really want you to start thinking about stuff. This is Janice, and this is Pastor John. And we want you to think. People have taken that word out of the vocabulary. All think? the way out. So that we want to remove it from the dictionary is so underused. But think. You wouldn't get run over by a car so much if you thought. You wouldn't get run up on the rail somewhere with your car bent up and your neck a different shape. If you think. There so is true. nothing that you're going to that can't wait till you get there. That's so true. So why hurry your funeral? So today, we want to talk a little bit about what's going on right now with our young children, as young as six years old, with a gun in their hand, shooting people, running up and down the street at all times of night, robbing, killing, stealing, doing all of that. And what we are just angered by is that everybody's talking about it. Mm-hmm. And when have you ever seen a chair move just because you said so? If you saw one, then you probably ought to get off of that other stuff you're using. Because <laughs> it doesn't happen like that. And there are no pink elephants. Okay? Reality is what we're trying to get you to think about. Reality. Just come back to that. Even for halfway would be acceptable. This crime and violence aimed at kids their own age my children, their grandchildren who are teenagers, worried about going to school because people driving around in tenant windows shooting people just shooting arbitrarily. People. people to whom they have done nothing want to shoot them, okay? What's wrong with this picture? Adults, moms, dads, grandparents scared of them, don't want to be bothered. And I just wish somebody would nail you down long enough for me to get an Uber over there and slap the crap out of some of you. Because <laughs> this is reality, people. It's not something somebody told us, is it? No. Well, then when and in the world are you going to wake up? I don't want to see another child on TV early in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning, how many people have been shot. The other night it was, what, five different locations mm -hmm. where somebody had been shot. Five. And then five people being shot by the same person. And all of these people who are politicians who don't see any need to do anything about limiting the number and type of weapons that are available to just regular citizens. All of them need to be impeached and gotten out of office and sent back to wherever they came from. <laughs> and I know that nothing's really going to happen in Congress no. until we get until them all we... out and send them all back. Right. They're all in the mood to be sending everybody else back somewhere. Let's send you back. Okay? Okay. Because I am really tired of hearing this. Now, I'm going to tell you something. The last time I heard that mm -hmm. and the last time I felt this emotional about it, Mm-hmm. I started an outreach center. Yes, you did. And I started two teen clubs. Mm -hmm. Teens for Change, Teens for Success, because it was two different groups at mm -hmm. the time. Why did I do it? Because the morning that I said I was going to get up and do something, mm -hmm. I'd heard on the radio, as I hear on TV every day now, that our children were out in the parking lot 
shooting at each other like they were, you know, the it was the wild, wild west. Mm -hmm. But I remember it very well because of Sam's car wash. And they were out there and they said those, like almost 100 kids, it seemed like. Mm -hmm. But they expelled something like 200 and something rounds wow. of ammunition just on the parking lot. Mm. And I didn't say, oh, my God, those kids are terrible. Right. Because I know that part of the blame for this is because they have terrible, and I emphasize the R's in that word as being terrible, blah, 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 parents. <laughs> parents. Okay? How do you have that many kids out with no supervision? Right. How do you have that many out with cars and guns that early in the morning? It was 5 o'clock in the morning when I heard this. Right. And now we're back to it. That was 30 years ago. And they're back to it. Every morning I wake up looking at the news. Mm -hmm. That's all I hear. And you're expecting law enforcement and the teachers just to do everything. And yeah. you're not doing anything. These are your children. You brought them in the world. You didn't have to. But you did. Mm -hmm. And now that they're here, your choice is to let them fend for themselves. It is let your them get their own food. Let them get their own shoes. That's right. Let them get everything else they need to get. Discipline. Let's let's just send them right out there and let somebody else raise them. Somebody else. We have to stop, people. We have to listen. We have to stop. Get used to the fact that you have a role in the development of your children. So I had two children myself, mm -hmm. and I kept them with me most of the time. And when it was time for me to step aside and let them go, I was reluctant. Because heaven forbid anybody would hurt my child. That's what I would say. Exactly. Because then I become, you know, and I, the, the reference I'm going to use, half of you don't know, but just know that she was what they call a badass. And her name was Annie Oakley. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what I would have been. <laughs> Had my two guns on Annie, the side. Annie, get your gun. That's right. Walking down the street and looking for the the person who did some harm to my child. There you go. You know, so there is a way for you to control this violence. There is a way for you to make these children feel better. There is. And while we were doing this, all of this with other people's kids, they told me they didn't have time. Mm-hmm. Parents. I will, I would, but I don't have time because I got to go to work. Woman, this is your child. It's not mine. Right. I said, I have two children and a bunch of nieces and nephews, and I still got time to come and help you with yours. Don't tell me you don't have time. Right. The excuse is just, like I said, sending them off to school, and then they want the school to discipline them, and the school doesn't know what to do to effectively discipline them. And then they want to involve the police into it. Everybody is the blame right. but them. Right. And if they just did what you said, focus on taking care of their own child and nurturing and providing a stable environment. Whoever, whoever came up with the saying, each one teach one. Exactly. They did a good job putting that together. Mm-hmm. But the each one just went on and started bothering some other one because they're not doing it with they're their children. They're not doing it with their children, no. So... In order to break this circle, what has to happen? Politicians, teachers, business people, community, parents, 
What has to happen? You got to stop letting them rule the daggone world. Right. And somebody act like you care about somebody. If each one of you took even one child, say it's your child, mm -hmm. you could start with that one. Mm -hmm. But if not, find a child. You go to church. The church is always having sermons and things in the church. Well, what if all of the people who are sitting in the church had one child that they want to take over to help that child get those pair of shoes so they don't feel the necessity to slap you around and right. shoot you just to get a pair of shoes? Right. What would happen if that happened? What do you think would, the difference would be? The difference would be tremendous because they would learn that they didn't have to do a particular act or commit an act to get something because it was already being provided from them by the person it should be provided for. Thank Who you. Who should provide it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And thank you. And as I listen to my grandchildren talk about the conditions in their school, I really want to go up there. But what am I going to do? Get arrested, probably. But when I hear them, I say, how was your day? What y'all do today? Well, I was in the library most of the day. I was walking the hallway. We were standing in the hall. I don't hear anybody learn anything. No. What did they teach you today? I guess I should have asked that. Because mm -hmm. they're not learning anything. And in order for them not to step up to the plate, to learn anything, to be a responsible adult, productive citizen, what do they do? They turn it back on you and make you think it's your fault. Well, we don't do cursive anymore in school. Why not? And then the and then the sad part about it, Janice, is they're pa they're passing children without them even being able to read. They they're tell just them to get on graduating them without even being able to read. That's why their graduation rate is so high. Exactly. Because there shouldn't be any children going from high school to anything outside the high school saying this sentence. I ain't never got no way to do nothing to nobody. <laughs> they shouldn't be graduation, graduating no. not knowing the right way to make that sentence work. That's right. But they do. Because it's always better for us to take the negative road. It's always better for us to take the the road less traveled. Mm -hmm. Robert Frost. And then hope that it's something there for us. Mm -hmm. It isn't. Might as well get on the Frugan Beltway. <laughs> what you need is to get some smarts, learn how to do stuff. If your thing is that you don't want nobody's job, well, you have to work from nine to five. Well, then get some smarts so you can have a business where somebody can work nine to five. Amen. What is all of that lazy crap that you'd rather go walking into a department store and grabbing a whole bunch of clothes that you can sell, stand the risk of somebody shooting you while you're in there? Why would you want to take that chance? Ask yourself, why don't these children care if they die or not? Right. They're committing suicide because they don't like this life. That's right. Is that what we want? It shouldn't be. A lower crime rate, but we got but a, we high, a high suicide, suicide rate. rate. Mm. Is that what we want? Because we don't seem to be leading them anywhere away from that. No. And I'm really sick and tired of it. And I don't know if you've heard that phrase before, sick and tired. 
But I know my mom used to say it all the time. Sick and tired of all this noise in here. Mm-hmm. And what would happen after you heard it? <laughs> you would have to chill your mind out. And I wish that I could just say it and that would happen, but we know it's not going to. Right. So why don't we as adults think we know so much and have learned so many things? We're into technology and we got our AIs working and all these other things. Spend a little bit of time, that time, thinking time with your own children. When was the last time you sat in the room with your mother or father and just listened to their history? Mm-hmm. And if you're old enough or the parent is old enough and they can talk or intelligent enough to have read a book about what happened during mm-hmm. the riots, what happened during the uh, um, uh, civil rights movement, what happened to that guy because he was trying to do this and that woman who tried to do that, mm-hmm. what happened? They need to know that. And they need to know they're not invulnerable because I think they do think. Too much Superman and Batman stuff. Mm-hmm. They believe that. And do they believe, everybody talking about video games, that if they shoot somebody, that they're going to get up and walk around. Uh, I just shot you in the head, okay? Right. <laughs> you're not going That's, anywhere. You're not going anywhere. That's it. But I want a conversation to start, and I need to be able to say it to an audience of more than a few people. Right. Because this problem is escalating. Yes. This month of May is also Mental Health Awareness Month. Mm. Now, how cute is that? Mental Health Awareness. Wow. Well, I don't know what was in the shots that we got, and I don't know what's in the air that's being circulated through all of the different low zones and high zones, but it is something seriously wrong now. Mm -hmm. It wasn't wrong before. Different kind of weirdness. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think most of you can witness to that. It's something wrong. Yeah. Because not this many people are going to go around shooting people, doing all these weird things and don't care about anything, figuring out ways to be alone so they don't have to talk to anybody. Social media is the most antisocial process I've ever seen. Completely antisocial. And I want to sit there and just be on my phone and talk to you, but when I get in front of your face, you have I don't nothing have to, say. to say. What's wrong with that? <laughs> a young lady was at the table while we were having dinner one night, and then she was just like this the whole time. I said, excuse me. Well, she wasn't even anybody I should have been talking to, but mm-hmm. I, I tend to take that liberty. But I just said, is that a person that you talk to on a regular basis? Mm-hmm. And she said, yeah. I said, well, why don't you just call her? Since you guys have so much to say. Because when we get on the phone, I don't know what to say. Mm. I said, okay. That would spoil my dinner if I tried to figure it out right now, so I won't. The computers and technology, not to go down that, but that's also a lot to blame, the way they, things are. Yes. It's creating a false narrative of what's really going on in the world. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Isn't it? And uh, the the people in the religious community want us to think that Oh well, you know these things are happening because we're also, you know, full of the devil, as they say. Religious people, I want to put one out there for you too. While I'm at it, there you, you go. You can do better than sitting in your mega churches or your little small church tucked in the back of a garage. Hallelujah. You can do better. Grab one person, make that child's life <laughs> better. 
if you're in a church where there are 20,000 or more people, imagine the impact of that. Imagine what it could be. And now we have all of the pastors, male or female, all dressed up and they've got, you know, five, six hundred dollar suits on and thousand dollar shoes, Bentleys and planes and everything else. And your congregation is suffering. Suffering. No food, no clothes, no nothing. Don't even know anything out of the Bible. No. That's they really don't. But they want you to believe. But they want you to believe in what How it is. are we going to believe when I get up in the morning and my stomach is touching my backbone? How I'm going to believe. Right. Make it real for these children, people. Right. Make it real. Making it real would be the day that you see a child being drugged to church, probably, by somebody who's mistreating them in a certain kind of way. Mm -hmm. And you are supposed to be a pastor up there with your expensive clothes on and jewelry. And you see that child coming into your congregation and your heart doesn't say, let me go get a pair of shoes for that boy, that girl. Right. What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? They go in there. You, you, they have the, like you said, the Bentleys and the nice clothes and the shoes, but yet their people are uh, in the church. Their um, lights are being cut off. Mm -hmm. They can't pay their utility bills. Yet you're driving around in a Bentley. Right. <laughs> what they, kind of holiness is that? Well, and, and that's what I'm saying. They want everything for themselves. Well, you know, so-and-so wrote a book, so now he has $20 million. Right. And he can't take on the community that he's in. <laughs> and what we're trying to do, Pastor John and I and a bunch of other similar-thinking people, mm -hmm. is trying to make this message float through the air and land on some heads that where it will matter because he is taking on a project for the homeless mm -hmm. and we've been working on that for a few months. Now we are giving out uh, bags that we call agape gift bags, mm -hmm. sock ministry, mm -hmm. trying to help and do something to make those people feel like they are part of the world. And what we're trying, all trying to do is to empower our children so that that is not the life that they want. We don't want our children to end up homeless. And no. I'm, the, I'm saying it like it's a bad thing because it is. In this country, why should you have people on your street suffering in the rain, sleet, snow, hail, or sunshine when you could do better? And we're not talking about people who've chosen that. We're talking about people who are in that situation yes. through no fault of their own. Right. And, and, and it is a lot of times because of some sort of mental um, illness or exactly. illness or something. Because I've seen them. I've seen them, and I've seen people who tried to control crossing over that line from sanity to insanity. insanity right. I've seen them do that. And somebody had the nerve to think they could control that. <laughs> no, you can't. When your mind decides to shut down on you, you'll just be shut down. <laughs> and the last thing I want is for me to be thinking that I'm out on the beach somewhere having a good time. And here I am stuck in a, in, on a, in a blanket on the floor in the street. Right. I don't want that for me. I don't want to see it for anybody else. 
But what we're doing on the empowerment side, the behavior side, what we're trying to do on that side will prevent them from going to that side. That's right. And we can help those who are on the street, even if by choice, by helping them live a better quality of life Mm -hmm. as a homeless person. Mm -hmm. I understand why they're homeless. I understand it. Mm -hmm. If I could stand lying down in the mud, I probably would. Or walking on the street, I would. But I can't stand that. Right. And I don't also can't stand seeing somebody else do that. Right. So what we're trying to do is make a difference. And what we are, I think we are making we a are difference. We are making a difference. And we're going to make a bigger difference as we go forward. Because somewhere, somebody is going to hear this message. And they're going to say, you know what, why don't I join those people or make a $5 donation if that's all I have. And I just don't understand the thinking of people who whose lives have changed to the point where they left a really bad situation, maybe even homelessness. Right. They left that situation, and because of us caring about them, they are now millionaires, billionaires, triple, 50 times over, mm-hmm. living that kind of life. And the only thing that they can think of to spend their money where it makes a difference is a billion-dollar football franchise. <laughs> Come on now. Right. We're better than this as people. And why we don't act like we're better? Because not required by anybody. We don't have, we don't look at them in righteous condemnation when they're walking around right. with all the things they have to brag about right beside a person who wants you to give them money for a cheeseburger that they may never buy with the money. But I don't ever ask them to. I'm either going to give you the money or I'm not. And that's the way I feel about it. <laughs> if you don't want to buy a burger, don't. Because they will cuss you out in a minute if you offer them food, and that's not what they want the money that's for. That's right. So somebody told me the other day that they offered somebody who claimed to be homeless some food, took them a bag of food, and mm-hmm. they were like, what you give me this for? I didn't ask you for that. There you go. And in front of her face before she could walk away, he threw it in the trash. That's right. True so story. they can be ungrateful too. <laughs> Very. But I don't ever ask them. Just like if somebody wants to buy money from you. Do you say, well, what do you want it for? That's not your business. Right. You either let me have it or you don't. That's right. But anyway, the thing that I want to leave you with in this subject is that we can do better than all of this. Right. I don't think we can't. COVID came in and kind of did a number on us. Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. And all of the symptoms that they list in there, you know, if you have these symptoms, then you probably have COVID. Well, guess what? The one that mattered the most was mental illness. Because we got it from somewhere. that this many people affected by it. Right. And I think that at some point in your heart, your heart would let you donate a couple of pairs of socks or some money to buy some toothpaste or a comb or whatever, okay? Mm-hmm. Somewhere in your heart, there would be some some money or some things that you could donate. Don't let it just pass your heart at this moment and say, oh, well, you know, that's their thing. Let them do it. Right. We've we supported your, your thing enough. So. We need your help. We do. And the children, most importantly. Most importantly. Need your help. Need your help. <laughs> so don't sit around thinking that you're above all of this because a dollar 
from a million people is how many, how much money? And don't say a thousand because that's not right. <laughs> you do them sending you back to school. But we can do better. But we don't understand the concept of unity. We say it a lot. But we don't. But define it. They don't know what that is. No. So I'm saying they because, yes, I do think I know. Yes. And the reason why I know I know is because if I taught somebody behavior 50 years ago that is being sustained today, that means it worked. Okay? It worked. If I did it for one person and it worked, but I have 50 people I did it for and it worked. Mm-hmm. What makes you think work. we can't work together to make something that works for our children to keep them out of the graveyard so soon? Right. Please don't get me. Please, I don't. I don't even want to go there that much because it affects me emotionally. But I don't want to see any of them do that. The children we work with kept them out of the graveyard. It kept them out of the police, the sight of the police, mm-hmm. because they were busy doing good things. Mm-hmm. It taught and, them how to speak. Yes. How to behave like yes. gentlemen and ladies. Yes. You did all that. And it can be done. Mm-hmm. And many of the kids that you have, you're doing a good job with them. How much time do you actually spend with them? Are you talking at them? Mm-hmm. Say something meaningful to them. Make Give them something to think about. Yes. Let's bring the word consequences back in our child's life. Yes. Okay? Because right now they have caught lunch to do anything they want. Tell them, no, you can't do it. No. No, that won't work. <laughs> All right? So, I mean, I know you're going to get tired of me hearing it, and I don't care if you do. I don't care if you like me. I don't like if you, if you don't like my necklace, I'm going to be pissed, but okay. But for me, personally, you can say what you want to say. As long as you grab one child by the hand, lead that child from where they are in this despair that they're under, I don't care what you call me. Right. I really don't. So act like you care. And you learn how to care about your mother, your father, and your neighbor, or your significant other, whatever. And stop treating each other badly. Right. You don't have to. Just because I don't agree with you is no reason for you to take out your gun and want to hurt me. No reason. Just because I'm angry doesn't mean I have to beat the crap out of you for that point to be heard. Right. Stop doing stupid things. Cut it out. Yes. Or, you know, whatever you have to do to extract it. (laughs) Just get it out of here. Yes. But I want to thank you, Pastor John, because I know that you're busy and have 101 things you're doing. And I really appreciate and support what you're doing with the homeless, as you Thank know. Thank you. Because I'm like your number one fan. Yes, you are. But um, we're going to do something big about this. And all the people who want to go with us mm-hmm. will be on the train. Mm-hmm. Those that look back and think that they're doing something better than trying to help their fellow man. That's right. Will be left at the station. Left at the station. And if you need to reach... It'll check on check on the program at any time. It's www.20.21ccoc.org. Correct. And all the information will be there on the website for you. Correct. And as you know, I have a, a 
a podcast called Just What the Name of This Is, Something to Think About Pod.com. You're going to be seeing more action from us. You're going to be hearing more things from us. You can go to that website. There's a way for you to communicate with us there. Mm-hmm. You can come on this podcast and talk to us. Mm-hmm. Enlighten us because everybody always thinks they know better than the next person. And just imagine if we could put all those together, just link them together. That would be a pretty that strong pretty, chain. Pretty, wouldn't yeah. It? So grab you a link in that chain, people. Let's get this thing going because it can work. Okay? Yes, it can. And for today, I'm just going to tell you guys to listen to Pastor John if he has the last word he wants to put in. I just want to say thank you, everybody, for listening to us and be effective in the raising and rearing of your children. Don't let others steer your child the wrong way. You have the control. It is you who gave birth to them. Make the right decision and do right by your children. Amen. And I'm going to tell you, that as a mother, I want to see all of you who have had children, who are eligible to have children, who are physically able to have children, mm-hmm. whatever, start treating them like you want to be treated. That's in the Bible, too. Amen. If you want to be treated, because you would not like it if, you, if somebody were treating you the way that you treat your children. You want to others as you have them do to you. Yes. Golden rule. And if I catch you out there doing something other than that to your children, I'm going to have a golden rule just for you. Because <laughs> I think it's time for me to just be aggressive about it. Yes. I've been sitting back too long, and now I'm getting ready to go. All right. See you, okay? All right. Bye. Ciao.